Welcome to Dig It. This is the speaker. I hope you're having a beautiful Friday morning. I am here with my two lovely ladies, as usual, the Sharp Edge and Corey Lynn. Corey's Diggs. What's happening, girls? Hey. Hey busy, there. Busy week. Yeah, we have a whole lot to cover. We do, in a short time. But we're going to try to get through it. Uh, Edge is going to talk about critical race theory, uh, some buildings that collapsed in Florida, uh, the CDC panel. I am going to talk about McAfee's death because that only happened oh, not long ago now while, while we're recording this. And it's it's the biggest thing being talked about at the moment. There's some sus things around it. Corey is going to go into Warren Buffett resigning as trustee of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, the Buffett chemical plant explosion, which is weird. It's kind of happened at the same time. And we're going to have a general discussion about uh, low energy at the moment. A little bit about weather warfare. Um, so, what should we get into first, guys? I don't know. Well, you, you got the tabs <laughs> open, so let's see. What do we got first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. Yeah, um, this is a good one. I don't know if you guys, I, I would imagine pretty much anyone watching our show knows about Tina. Um, this is awesome. Tina Forte, who some may know as the Bronx Tina, she is running for Congress against AOC. So I just love, love her. She has got this New York accent that's just un unmistakable. <laughs> She's so fiery. She doesn't <laughs> she words whatsoever. And she doesn't back down. It's exactly what New York needs. I would love to see her succeed. Yep. I'd love to see her debate AOC. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be a good one. Oh, Bronx Tina would eat AOC's lunch in a debate. That would be fantastic to watch. Yeah, it would. Must watch yeah. TV. And and this is like a, a good a good example of uh, normal everyday people that have started, you know, just making social media accounts, speaking up, speaking their mind, and now actually running for things like Congress. Is, and, and those are the things we need. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to mention it and I forgot. But yes, this is a perfect example of what the extreme left wing, which is now in control of everything at the moment at the federal level, what they have done. What they have done inadvertently is raise an entire group from the grassroots of patriots who are taking back their country at every level, whether That's it's right. school boards or whether it's running for local office all the way up to running for Congress. I mean, like Marjorie Taylor Greene is a perfect example of that, but mm -hmm. there's so many more like that coming out now. And Tina is another great example. Yep, it's awesome. Great to see. Awesome. Good to see stuff like that. Yeah. So check out her website. And if you feel compelled to support her, do so. Because, I mean, the world would be a better place without AOC and Congress. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Got that right. I mean, with any of those idiots in Congress. but I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on here with uh, McAfee's death? Goodness. Yeah, well, this is a shock to the system. Um, if for those who 
of you that don't know, John McAfee is the founder of McAfee, who is an antivirus software program, which became quite big, made him a millionaire. Uh, he sold it in 2011, I think, to Intel. Uh, but McAfee has always been one of these eccentric people. He has always spoken out, uh, spoken out against the government and has dabbled into things that we dabble into. Truth, conspiracy, whatever you want to call it, but really digging deep. He's always been, you know, very, very eccentric in that in that sense. Now he was wanted by the U.S. government uh, extradition for tax evasion, uh, which he, he managed to wiggle out for for some time until last year, where the Spanish courts uh, well, held him, they jailed him, and they were waiting for uh, uh, the courts to allow the extradition to the United States. Now, on the same day that that went through. He was found dead in his cell uh, by apparent suicide. Pretty much the same thing that we we saw with Epstein here. The thing with McAfee, though, is he left um, uh, a, a pretty interesting Twitter history about if something like this was happening. I mean, he even got had whacked on his arm. So it's not like this guy didn't, didn't you know pre-foresee his death in some way and you know you have to be skeptical about these things you have to dig into these things i mean it, even here he's saying um subtle message to the u.s officials in effect uh we're coming from you mccaffrey we're going to kill uh, we're going to kill yourself right. <laughs> uh, i got a tattoo today just in case i suicide myself i didn't i was whacked check my right arm yeah, he left a uh, lot of messages like that. A lot of messages on his social media. If I ever turn up dead, it was not by suicide. Uh -huh. And uh, it, there is a lot of interesting information coming out since his death. Yeah, and even his attorneys that stay in touch with him on the regular said they saw absolutely no indication of that. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, he did um, uh, write a message the other day while he was in prison saying that he didn't like... Uh, what was going on there. There is much sorrow in prison. It disguises hostility. The sorrow is painfully visible, even on angry faces. I am old and content with food and a bed. So it's not like he was he was just kind of generally describing the situation and what was going on. Did right. Really reflect on how you know he personally felt about it. It just seemed like he was dealing with it. But uh, these are things that have to be questioned, especially when you have someone that is so outspoken against the government. I mean, and it, it doesn't matter what you think of McAfee in any sort of a way. This this guy did something that uh, many of us talk about and never do. Uh, he probably pretty much just told the tax department to get stuffed. He didn't even try to fight it. He just didn't pay them and left the country. Right. Yeah. And we talk about that all the time. You know, don't pay your taxes. They, they're criminal. They're robbing you, whatever. This guy actually did it. So you've got to kind of give him props for this. Yeah. But when 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 something like this happens, it's, you know, your red flags have to go up straight away. And especially with uh, the rich history that he left on social media. Right. Out this, so. Right. Even <sighs> hints of him having some crypto based uh, dead man switch and a lot of interesting conversations around that yeah so i'm i'm very skeptical of dead man switches in general i mean we we all heard about epstein's dead man switch which i haven't seen yet right 
So like those things, it to me, it's uh, let's just kind of wait and see. I'm not going to jump and say he has one. Um, it would be nice, but yeah, I I just wait and see how that plays out. Right. Well, because yeah. he had said, yeah, he had said it and promoted it. That's what the whole whacked thing is. Is um, prior to his death, he had said, look, I have like 31 plus terabytes right. of information on incriminating people and some, if something happens to me that's going to be released and then he started promoting um dollar sign whacked w-h-a-k-e-d am i spelling that right i, I don't remember but yeah so I'm, I'm curious to know more about this um but like you said with a, a healthy amount of skepticism right which i think you should uh, view everything with um, another thing that was sus, and I do have to bring it out, but I've got to be careful how much I talk about it because you know we got to be uh, we got to be smart on this podcast too, and we know they kind of uh, uh, zoom in on this. So on his Instagram, about two hours after his death, uh, this was posted, uh, just a picture of this letter. Uh, <laughs> so there, there of course is going to be skepticism and talk about this that's of course going to blow up the conspiracy world again uh we i've already read a few articles about them already uh trying to brush this brush this hanging off as a conspiracy theory because of that post and it's like i, I know people feel differently about that this subject in particular and i know all three of us actually have very differing views on it uh that's something I really don't want to go into now for various reasons, but that is something that is of note uh, in this yeah. case anyway. So I do have well, to bring it up and I do it. Yes. It, and this is what's so interesting is that McAfee was very vocal about his very uh, controversial um, beliefs. I mean, we, I mean, like he, he was into the quote unquote conspiracy theories that keep getting proven true but um so but he was very vocal about those and then now him dying doesn't that give them some sort of validation that he uh, wasn't wrong to, to right. us, yes i mean there's only so many people that uh i mean if he got extradited to the u.s who knows what he could have said i mean everything would have been on record there with judges and lawyers and so who knows what he could have spilled publicly to the you know to the public eye during a trial uh so it's it, it's definitely when something like this happens especially in this way uh you, you know you're going to have people go down the rabbit hole and so they should because these things can't just be brushed off the media will try to brush it off by labeling him crazy and all that and then trying to uh, pushed this, you know, he was clearly depressed and uh, all all this stuff in prison, yet, you know, you've got counteracting arguments, which is his own tweet saying, you know, if I ever kill myself, I didn't, so. Right, yep. Right. And we'll never, we'll never find out the actual truth, so. No, um, but we always yeah. know, I mean, we didn't have to find out exactly what happened to Epstein, but we know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, 
same sort of thing sadly mm -hmm. did you want to go ahead and talk about this edge because i know you've been oh yeah i found this there. interesting um because because of the 31 plus terabytes that he had said on his social media that he had um it is interesting that hillary clinton's uh private email server um, at home did use that filtering program MX Logic, which was uh, a McAfee program. And, mm. um, and so we were going through the timeline, like did he own the company at this time? And there were, it looks like a couple of years um, prior to his sale of that, uh, of McAfee, um, that he did own McAfee while Clinton was using MX Logic. And as you'll see here, they're talking about how the system has serious security implications and McAfee employees could have had access to those emails, which raises the question about those 31 plus terabytes. Right. And, Good point. And, and to, to this day, we don't know who's still running his Instagram or his Twitter. Uh, but yeah, the, those things were posted after his death. So you can, you, yeah, you, you can take that any way you want uh, but it's clear that they're going to use it like they've used in the past like they used in Jan 6th uh, to go down a negative path which I've just it's becoming too much of a concurrence for me now so yeah yeah what else we got we got lots to roll through yeah. oh this is horrific absolutely horrific just watching this footage i'm sure by now most people have heard about this building collapse in surfside florida a 12-story building with 130 apartment unit units approximately 55 of which were affected by this collapse were part of this collapse now um i'm sure the numbers by the time we roll out this podcast will have changed because they are in the process of search and rescue but the last time we had checked there were what 35 or more people uh, who have survived that they've recovered yeah, which is insane i mean you look at this and you're like how did anyone survive this so okay. for our, yeah um because we're recording thursday there was uh, one death and 35 rescued. And I think they said, wasn't there like 55 units? Yeah, 55 or so units. So I know that there's a number of other people still unaccounted for, and there's still a search and rescue underway. So I mean, that's, that's to start off with only one death confirmed so far is nothing short of a miracle for something like that. Like that's right. It's crazy. I mean, and, and who isn't having flashbacks watching this, you know, it's like your first thought is like, well, are these explosions? Cause boy, it sure looks like it, but then we know where it's located is, you know, sinkhole area. And so everyone trying to kind of get to the bottom. I did a real quick search on sinkholes in that area. I was just curious um, because aside outside of an explosion, I don't know anything else that could drop something that fast. And that night, just last night, Wednesday night, there was half an hour from there in little Havana, very small, but there was a little small sinkhole in a street where they had to do street closures until they could repair that. So I just thought that was interesting since right. it, you know happened at the same time the the thing with sinkholes though is like this can turn into this very right. quickly. very right. quickly. 
And isn't Florida riddled with sinkholes for in the past? Haven't they had just a lot of sinkholes in the past? Yeah, yeah. Did we do we have that link? Um, so I was just digging into them. So there was one in um, 2016, just right down the road from it. Actually, there had been a water main um, leak, and it ended up creating a pretty sizable sinkhole in the street. And so it seems like, you know, and then there's talk about, well, there was construction going on next to those towers. So could that have rattled things and created that? And then I found this map from 2011. I don't know if we have that up here or not. There was no, a map. Sorry. Okay. Well, it was a map from 2011 showing like where sinkholes have been reported in Florida. And I was blown away and like all up and down that area was pretty, pretty prone. So don't know what could have created it, the disruption to cause it, if it were a sinkhole. We're just throwing out plausibilities here. We're just, right. Yeah, we're just throwing out what we're thinking. I mean, sinkhole is one of them, and then you also bring this up. It, of course. I mean, well, yeah. I think uh, initially a lot of people were like, okay, who lived in that building? What right. did they have? <laughs> I mean, we well, immediately go to that. That's because where we, we go to now, yeah. We have so much distrust of our own government, but... Right. Um, and so that that's definitely a plausibility. I mean, I think that as time goes on, because this is really new, we're still, I mean, they're still doing search and rescue. We're still trying to put the pieces together. And as time goes by, we'll know more. But we're just going through all the different plausibilities. And this was several days ago, I guess on June 19th, that we got word of this. I don't know if it's related. We were talking about it. It seems like it's a little bit too distant as far as time frame goes. But yeah, awesome. I, looked, I looked it up on the map as well. It's about 260 miles north, and it was, you know, days and days before. But again, I, I don't know if something like that could have created an, an unstable, you know, environment. Right. When you look at where those towers are right on the coast, I mean, they're 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 built on sand. So, but this in itself, when you found this, I was like, oh my god! Even though there probably is no connection, this in itself what the hell right with, with all the uh do we have the bbc one because that one actually showed um showed more they were doing multiple explosions yes so they're doing multiple explosions to test out this aircraft carrier the uss gerald ford and this was i think back on the 19th but i think there have been multiple tests uh we see an example here of the one off of i think this was off Daytona that caused that shockwave, that 3.9 uh, earthquake. And this was to test the aircraft carrier to see if it's prepared and ready for war, which in itself tells and speaks volumes about where we're at right now on an international level with this administration and what's going on in the world. But um, yeah, so I don't know if there were multiple bombs going off all, all along the coast, and we only hear the report of this one. Um, but yeah, so 40,000 pound bomb explosions. <laughs> that, like, what happened with all the species in the water? <laughs> and all I read was, oh, they try to be careful and do it around the migration and everything. Uh, oh, come on. Come on now. Scroll down, speaker, yeah, to that this, guy's I'm comment. Sorry. It's, it's not funny, but but this just made me laugh. Fish in the ocean minding their own business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's about right. I mean, yeah. seriously, that's about right. 
and this for the Biden mm. administration, who's so concerned about the climate and the, I know, right? and the oceans and everything else, but not really because look at what we're doing. Save so, the right. save the environment, you know. Yeah, the oh, save, yeah, save the fishes and the birds. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so praying for those people, hoping, <laughs> yes. hoping they find the rest of the people there. I mean, I my God, I don't know how anyone could have survived that. How insane! And, and I believe it happened, wasn't it? At like one thirty in the morning. I mean, this yeah, like twelve hours ago, early early morning hours. Yeah, so most yeah. people were in bed asleep. I would and, imagine. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So moving on to CRT. Good CRT. stuff. Lots of people fighting back on this. Yeah, which, lots which of stories. Good. Yeah, lots of stories this week. Some good, some bad. Um, but um, about pushing CRT in school districts and parents pushing back. And I'm starting with this one um, that Benny reported on this week uh, about newly leaked documents from an Iowa public school system, which shows that teachers Teachers were forced to undergo CRT training. And if you click on this picture here, uh, speaker, you can kind of zoom it in and see what this triangle has, the, just the insanity on here. And he has one circled, meaning um, that overt white supremacy, an example of that would be the Make America Great Again slogan. You've got is- to be kidding me. No, but if you read through this, I mean, a lot of them are are just as insane or nearly as insane, like celebration of Columbus Day, for example. And so these teachers and hundreds of them um, attended this training, um, were asked to ask themselves if supporting something like Make America Great Again was uh, meant that they were being racist. And so like I said, hundreds of teachers and staff attended this training, which was back in April. Okay, this is newly leaked documents, but this training actually took place back in April. And so this is just a confirmation that CRT training does in fact exist. I know that there's a lot of parents who are being gaslighted into thinking it doesn't, but we have hard documents here showing the kind of indoctrination that's being put on the the teachers and then trickling down onto our kids and their schools but um, there's, a, there's a lot of parents fighting back um against the taking it to the school boards and we've been seeing a lot of videos going viral on this yes it, and it, we're going to show some good ones this, Go ahead, this, this, no this is just this is absolutely insanity man i'm just reading through some of the things here i know I mean, this has got nothing to do with race by the way there's always been police brutality on everyone in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. There's always been corrupt cops uh, with the amount of people in the U.S. and the amount of cops in the U.S. and in the world. Th- these things and, are going to happen. And even the, don't, the quote they have, don't blame me. I never owned slaves. Like, <laughs> The crap that they are seeding people's minds with. My God. Like, so, so this, this, uh, this is the lesson, right? So oh. the, the, this is the shit that you know. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Whatever. Uh, these things people don't do anyway. It was the last time you saw a cross get burned? Like right. it's, it's like it's it's insane. How many? We'll, pro- we'll probably get this. There? We'll like, probably get this video taken down just because we said "Make America Great Again." Reading <laughs> 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 from the document. But this is all added bullshit. To control yep. and to manipulate your mind or to make you go down rabbit holes that you don't 
need to go down because it's bullshit. right it, it, uh, right it's just intimidation and self-doubt yeah it's just bullshit total manipulation now, now at the time of this training um i i do want to mention though that um house file 802 in iowa was working through the legislature and since then has become law as of june 8th so the good news is that this kind of training has been outlawed in the state of iowa nice yes but parents do need to be aware that these teachers have been indoctrinated into this training and there's going to be some trickle down effect i would imagine whether it's inadvertently or blatantly onto those kids right so parents just need to be on top of this and just know that no matter how much we fight they're going to continue to fight back we just need to keep holding their feet to the fire we need to see more states outlawing this definitely it's out of control it's just so, racism. so speaking of holding their feet to the fire i did want to show i have several examples from this week but i did want to show one with the audio on of this brilliant parent just really handing it to the school board so if you wouldn't mind playing that one speaker Frank the audio I can't hear it guys no one's going to be able to hear this okay yeah let's pause the audio and just give kind of the lowdown on what he's saying because okay. that's, that's two minutes long and no one's yeah. going to be able to hear that well, right. I hear it on my end because I hear it fine so I don't but when we play it back, I can never hear when we're playing video clips. It's like so quiet. You have to crank the volume all the way up for some reason. Okay. No well, worries. Well, this it. guy. Yeah. So this guy, he's just really taking it to him because the school board actually was censoring the parents, not allowing them to speak and advocating for that. And he just really took it to them that you work for us. Uh, we are allowed to speak freedom of speech, First Amendment. This is constitutional law. And, uh, you know, he was like demanding for them to resign and step down. And the, the audience was just clapping and cheering because of how eloquently <laughs> he spoke, how fiery he was about and passionate he was about it. And uh, just the, the message that he was sending. So it was great. It was great. So if you can catch that, feel free to uh, check that one out on Young Americans for Liberty on their uh, Twitter account, you can hear it with the audio. So, but the other ones, we don't have to show audio. We can just play in the background. Um, There was um, an example of of parents actually uniting and organizing in Texas. So 154 Fort Worth area parents, they marched to the Fort Worth school district headquarters, demanding the superintendent step down for that school board stance on CRT, which is great to see because it's so much more powerful when you start organizing as a group of parents and you're heard with one voice. So I did want to mention that and just show what's trending right now. Okay. Right. You know, and, you're and, not alone. And and like you can say with this video, it's not just white people, right? I mean, right. you know, well, white people know where this is going they can see where this is going um and so can black people they know if this keeps going further and further uh it is going to be reversed onto them again right like it was a hundred years ago because this sort of race racist pushes creates more racism it's it it doesn't matter what side of the scale it doesn't matter if it's racist to white people black people asians whatever but that's that's the way it goes and when they're trying to go so heavy on the other side, uh, it 
is going to tip the scales and you will get people maybe you know young kids that um you know 14 15 year old white kids you know going to school you know getting told that the color of their skin is wrong we've seen that it happened 50 years ago it happened to the black people it's you know it's 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 history repeating itself just because it's uh different sides of the fence doesn't make it any difference and and they see that too like they know that not- it's not and yeah. it's not even just color of skin it's now your political views or your stance on any particular subject you, yeah. no matter how benign the subject is they will find any reason to believe that it's racist if it right. goes against the establishment and so um yeah it's not just about that even though that's bad enough just to hate the color of your skin because of history uh past um, issues issues in the past that you had nothing to do with but and to feel that kind of guilt and shame but then again also any kind of political views that you have any kind of views that religious views that you have or any kind of you know all of those things they they will are are morphing now into this this crt and saying look now this is racist too oh so, yeah well, they're simultaneously creating social scores for everyone <laughs> throughout the financial institutions it's all it's all tied together yeah but this one's really interesting this week it got really out of hand in Loudoun County oh boy which is considered to be ground zero for the parents fighting back against uh, CRT and schools and uh, when the school board um, stopped public comments after just a small portion of parents were allowed to speak there were hundreds of parents there who were planning on speaking so the parents were really upset with that, that the school board shut down their ability to talk and to, to air their grievances. So the crowd started shouting, shame on you, shame on you. And then they started singing the Star Spangled Banner. So wow. the school board called the cops. And most of the people dispersed after the cops declared it was on an unlawful assembly but some had refused to leave and the cops actually started arresting people. Two people were arrested and it got uh-huh. kind of, got kind of out of hand, but yeah, I, I guess this is the, just the embodiment of, of what we're up against. It's not just the school boards. It's, you know, now they're, they're having the police and force, you know, and so it's kind of the same sort of thing that we've seen with lockdowns and with masks and with everything else. And right. so it's really good to see these these parents standing up for what they believe in and fighting back. Of course, I always advocate for peacefully doing that. And this but... is a trend that needs to take hold across the country. Parents everywhere should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And like, like we've seen with the police here, uh, in dictatorships and in uh, countries or societies that have that are, have gone this route, and we see this in America, it's it's uh, it's becoming one of you know one of those societies where they're trying to shut down your freedom of expression, they're trying to completely eradicate the constitution and your rights, and force their ideology upon you. Now, when countries go down this path, they always need uh, a strong armed force. They always need a military force or some sort of force to help them carry out their agenda. And at this point in time, uh, we, we know 
they use the FBI. We know they use the CIA. Uh, you know, it, this is just general progression of what happens. And we actually did a talk about that the other day, uh, Edge and I, about the FBI that we'll post on BitChute hopefully today. But Hey, guys, keep talking. I'll be right back. I have rain dumping down, and I forgot to close my windows upstairs. <laughs> okay. I'll be back in a jiffy. So from what I've seen this week on all of these reports about CRT in schools, number one, it's clearly happening. The training is really happening. We have our hard evidence of the kind of training that these uh, teachers and students are receiving throughout the country. Uh, number two, parents are waking up and they are speaking out, not just individually, but they're organizing, which is good to see. Um, and three, it, it's really entrenched in the system. These people in, that are entrenched in our school board systems and all the way up, they're not going to stop. So parents and uh, people, concerned citizens will really need to hold uh, these people accountable, organize and work towards getting these people out of the system, elected out of the system. And uh, just keep fighting back, keep fighting back, but peacefully, please. <laughs> I do not want to be responsible for, you know, mm. inciting. So should we talk about this, the CDC? Yeah, let's move on to this. All right, so I thought this was pretty interesting. We were waiting to hear from the CDC about this, and I know that most people listening to, not most people, all people listening to this show really don't care about what the CDC has to say, but millions of people actually do uh, care, do listen to them and follow those guidelines. So, um, Unfortunately. And, yeah, and so what's really interesting is that um, the reporting through the VAR system and other reports as well was just so undeniable that they actually had to address it. So the panel that advises the CDC confirmed this week that there is a likely link um, between the shot and heart inflammation among young people. So this is a huge admission, and I think it's going to likely cause some people who are on the fence, especially when it comes to their kids or, you know, young people, to think twice. What do you guys think? Oh, we can hope so. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was actually reading <clears throat> the article on something I'm talking about next while you were talking. Shame on me. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I, I, but I... I I already know so many people that I didn't think would be skeptical over this stuff. I think they would uh, just normally kind of go with it uh, that have been asking a lot of questions and especially those that have had kids. Um, my, my trainer being one of them, but I expected he would always be one of them because, you know, he's the sort of guy that is very natural in nature. He works out. He stays in shape. Uh, that's how he keeps himself safe from this sort of stuff, is by personal health and by pushing these stuff. Like, and and he asked me a lot of questions about these sort of things, and he was really milling it over for his kids, you know. So, and my best friend, another another guy that you know said the same thing, sent me a message and wanted my advice on it, and. So I, I think there was a lot of people already, but more and more data that comes out, the more and more people will become skeptical of it. But then again, on the other hand, you've you've got a large 
amount of the population that are not even questioning it. Yeah, so I, I think that um, the country and really the world's very divided. There are those who would take it without any question, and then there are those who would never take it um, based off of everything that they've researched and that they, they know. Um, and then there's a, that, that window of people that are on the fence is really shrinking by the day. Um, oh, and if, the, if we weren't being censored as fast as reports come out and we report them, even if it's direct data from the CDC, we're being censored. If that shit wasn't being censored, you can bet your ass that there would be a lot more people not getting them right now because they'd be able to see the data. But most people aren't going to take the time to go into the CDC site. And the CDC site doesn't make it real simple to navigate their site to get to the data you're looking for. Very true. Um, so it's really important for any adverse events to be reported. I know that there's only a tiny fraction of those who are actually being reported on the bear system, but we just need to encourage and advocate, continue to encourage and advocate for every single adverse event to be reported on the bear system. And from, from what I've heard, they're incredibly backlogged and overwhelmed right now. Like they're, right. either, they're weeks or maybe even months behind well, and on their and people need to keep making people aware of the Reporting system. Most of people the aren't. Amount. Oh, you cut out for a minute. <laughs> you cut out. What were you saying at the end there, Edge? No, go ahead. So most people aren't even aware of the VAERS system. Yeah, they're not. And um, so it's important that we keep making people aware of it. I mean, I was stunned when I watched the three nurses that were on with Del Big Tree, how I think at least two of those three weren't even familiar with the system. It's like, how can you be in the medical industry and be talking about, or even, you know, giving shots, injections, jabs to people and not be aware of that, that to that in itself is fishy and tells you why there has always been such a small percentage reported. Yeah. And if you'll go over to the next tab speaker, um, the kind of the, the fallout from this is that um, once the um, the CDC's report came out about this, um, the um, stocks for Moderna and Pfizer uh, took a sharp sharp decline. Um, so, kind of tells you, right. yeah, it kind of tells you where the market is at, at least on this information. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So, what you got, Corey? What you got? I got a brain full of garble that I have to finish writing today. <laughs> now I'm working, I'm working on, before I get into Buffett, I'm, I'm actually working on like a four or five part series. I'm not quite sure how many parts it'll be just yet. Um, where I'm hoping to roll one out every week to two weeks. And so the first part will come out next week that has to do with the vaccine ID passports and um, it tying in with uh, the financial and all kinds of good stuff that I've made connections with already. I already have like 10 pages of research and a good chunk of the first part written. So, so that's what I'm working on. Um, Cause I always like to try to give people, you know, advance notice of things when I can, <laughs> if I can connect it all at a time. So um so anyway, with Warren Buffett, so he's resigning as the trustee of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And uh, 
I really have more to say on his plant blowing up than I do on this, but this, this doesn't shock me when you look back at the patterns of people stepping down and pulling out. Um, I I really think this has to do with more with finances and how they're navigating their finances and pulling out of certain things and protecting their wealth. Um, I know some people will say, well, that's because white hats got to him or Gates is now going down and that's why Buffett has to pull out. But I, I just, I'm not seeing evidence of that theory yet. So to me, this is, this is all about, this is, these are moves between Gates uh, stepping down from Microsoft uh, Bezos stepping down uh, from Amazon, just their positions, you know, on the board and Buffett and then the, the, the divorces with right. And to me, this is all, this is all a money move here. Sheltering, sheltering their finances, sheltering their assets um, and preparation for what they uh, see as to come. So that's interesting. And I think I agree with you on that, Corey. Yeah. So uh, interesting. I actually have a a good friend who lives out near this plant. Um, Everyone saw this happened about a week ago. Uh, Warren Buffett's plant. It, of course, that wasn't reported on at the time, but I already knew it because I had already researched it. Uh, the ChemTool, which is owned by Lubrizol, which is a Berkshire Hathaway company um, in Rockton, Illinois, that plant exploded. I mean, it was horrific. And um, so I, of course, immediately texted my friend and said, please tell me you got the hell out of there. And she said, it sounded like a nuclear bomb went off. So they were all uh, like within a one mile radius, they were all evacuated. And and the thing is, is this plant has chemicals. I can't remember if we touched on this last week or not in our podcast, but they, they make uh, greasing chemicals and lubricants. And uh, so very very hazardous to be breathing in or getting that on your skin. And, you know, you can, you can see in this photo here and can only imagine, I would not have wanted to have been firefighters on that scene. Um, so they evacuated everyone. And then the EPA came in and uh, my friend was, they were out of their house for a good, I think three days, maybe four before they were allowed back in. And so what's interesting is I just pulled this article as we were starting because, you know, I, I already know where people's theories were probably going with that. But after reading this article, okay, this is plausible. This is just a plausible theory. <laughs> By the way this reads, it gives me the impression that this was like a sacrifice to push an agenda. So they're saying state environmental officials are asking attorney general, oh gosh, how do you pronounce this? Is it Kwame? Sounds Kwame? like it. Kwame Rowell to take legal action against the company ChemTool after its chemical plant near Rockford exploded earlier this week and continued to burn Tuesday. Rowell should pursue legal action and require ChemTool to immediately stop the release of the pollution, the the Illinois Environmental Protection Agency said. Okay, well, I don't know how they're going to stop the release when it's up in smoke like that. Um, But they had dozens of employees had escaped just before the blast. They're still trying to get to the bottom of how this blast started. 
But when you go through here, of course, they bring in officials from, <laughs> not officials, but people from the Sierra Club talking about this. And then we have this subheader, Trump weakened environmental protections. So coincidentally, um, just prior to this, they were already looking into uh, the accident follows the start of a review by federal environmental officials to evaluate safeguards at chemical plants. The day Joe Biden took the White House January 20th, he signed an executive order to strengthen chemical plant oversight following Trump administration directives to relax rules. At the urging of the chemicals industry, the EPA under Trump worked to undo safeguards put in place just before he took office. Those rollbacks prompted a lawsuit against the Trump White House by Illinois and 14 other states, as well as legal challenges from national environmental organizations, which are all shadow government. So um, so I'll, I'll link this article so people can read the full thing. But to me, this feels like a sacrificial explosion of a plan to push an agenda because they are now in the midst of um, trying to push for stronger laws on mm -hmm. chemical plants and, you know, further oversight. Right. Um, Be a perfect talking point for some stooge to get up and explain why we need more laws and regulations. Oh yeah. They always have to have plants. their examples. It's just like, it's just like with the false flag <laughs> shootings. Yep. So, uh, so very, very frustrating, very frustrating for my friend, let me tell you, <laughs> and I all the imagine. people that lived around there. I mean, to I'm like, you need to get about two hours away from there and not breathe the air from that crap. Yeah, no kidding. Well, not I'm glad you. your friend's okay, at least. Yeah. I'm praying for the families and anyone connected to the building collapse in Florida and, uh, I don't know. Did you want to talk about um, just talk about strange weather and how you you're well, being yeah, I want, and stuff too? I want people to comment below on this. So, because a lot of people I've been talking with, including myself, have been experiencing this. About a week ago, it started with some of the most severe migraines I've ever had. And it just went into this massive energy depletion. Like, like I just want to sleep all day long even though I didn't and I continued to work, but it was difficult. And everyone I've talked to has said the same thing that, that they just feel weird. There's like something going on and they've been sleeping nonstop. And, you know, I feel like there's some, some shift that's been going on in the electromagnetic fields. And I have not looked into that. I haven't checked out the Schumann resonance, um, at all, but, and I also feel like there's some atmospheric disturbances. There's some really bizarre storms, tornadoes, different things that have been going on. And, and even by you speaker too, we talked about that last week or the week before. So I'm just wondering like, what are you guys been experiencing and what have other people, because my other friends I've been talking to seem to be feeling the same. And I'm wondering uh, what's natural and what's manufactured. Right, it's hard to differentiate. <laughs> what did you want to did you want to say something speaker uh no nah, but I, I i know what you're feeling Corey. like i've just felt hammered lately i mean a lot of that's got to do with a lot of personal stuff uh, dealing with all the stuff we're dealing with but uh yeah it's 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 been a struggle to get up and get out of bed and try to get moving and it's definitely been a fight 
I feel like yeah. they've been dumping some like sleeping dust into the air or something. <laughs> right? They've been dumping you. something. I don't know. But... <laughs> how about how about you on your front since we all live in totally different areas? Yeah, yeah. I would say definitely we've been experiencing what seem to be like allergies or minor sicknesses. And me personally, I've been experiencing a lot of fatigue. So, and yeah, I'd have to say, I, I really don't know where it's coming from. It's hard to, to make those kind of determinations, you know, and, um, but yeah, I've been experiencing it lately too. So interested to see what the comments say. And, um, yeah. uh, definitely a lot of those quote unquote conspiracy theories about, uh, the weather lately have come to mind <laughs> for me, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've been ready to scratch my eyes out too the past few weeks, and and I mean I have some allergies, but this is this is really unusual. What's yeah. going on? I'm gonna have to dig into that and and bring bring the people some more info on that. That might have to be a bit shoot exclusive, <laughs> right? Uh, I was like, I think I want to talk about this. And, and speaker's like, no, you'll get us kicked off YouTube. Well, we, so, we, uh, we, yeah. have, we have to play the game smart. I mean, that's why we've got BitChute. And, you know. We could do that. <laughs> we could just do like a two-minute clip from it and put it over on YouTube and say, hey, watch the full podcast over here. Right. Yeah. There we go. All yep. right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today on Dig It with the speaker, myself, The Sharp Edge, and Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. Please be sure to share this podcast. We're on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Foxhole, BitChute, GabTV, Pill.net, and Odyssey. We'll see you back next time right here on Dig It. Thank you.